0: Clearly Off Topic. Two friends. One unique conversation. Driven to
1: learn, inspire, create, and understand the world. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: We're just trying to be good humans and make the world a better place. How
1: hard could it be? Hey, guys. Welcome back to Clearly Off Topic. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Juliet.
0: And uh, we have a special co-star guest, Ella. So if you hear her barking, she's still sick and a nightmare.
1: But she's doing better. So update. Give us an update real quick on Ella.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, update. If your dog is eating grain-free dog food... Um, stop. stop that right now. <laughs> um, consult your vet. There are definitely dogs who need grain-free food, but it is like, you know, one in every thousand. And it's because they have a grain allergy, just like humans. So uh, Ella had full heart failure due to grain-free dog food, not getting her the proper nutrients she needed. And uh, now she's on a lot of medications. Lindsay, the vegetarian, nice. is now cooking my dog chicken every night. it's, it's been a, It's been a journey, but she's doing a lot better. Um, we have another echocardiogram, echo basically another ultrasound of her heart in a couple weeks, and we'll see more, but after that... We just hope she's not on five medications for the rest of her life. That's the update on Ella. Um, but hey, Juliet, what are you grateful for today? I'll start. Today, I'm grateful that uh, my grandpa got my grandpa got released from the hospital. Oh, yeah. And I'm just grateful awesome. that, um, yeah, my parents have been super supportive of him and his medical bills and all of that. And he is kind of on the road to recovery, sort of like Ella. Him and Ella are neck and neck for who's going to recover first. But yeah, I'm just grateful for family and support because in the last couple weeks, I've really needed it. And I'm just like super lucky that I can bring my dog to work, aka this podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I'm, yeah, I'm just very lucky. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Ooh, Ooh, okay. I know what I'm grateful for. So I'm really, I think the more stress you get and the older you get, the more you realize that happiness is fleeting, sadness is fleeting, everything ebbs and flows. And I had a really great day yesterday when I went on a run and I just felt like, a feeling of euphoria, which I don't get a lot, so I'm very grateful that yesterday, today was shit, that yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) I was able to truly have, like, a euphoric moment unexpectedly, and I was like, wait, is this, is this what pure happiness feels like for 15 minutes, and then something went wrong, but it was, you know, you have to take joy in those small moments, because that's life. The older you get, the more things go wrong in your life, the more anxiety you get, just naturally as a human. And you gotta t- you can't take that for granted.
0: Yeah, you have to live in the moment. And when those good moments happen, it's good to recognize them.
1: Um, one thing that I think that I, I could be less grateful for is Pinterest. Oh my god, I hate Pinterest. But I also love it. I'm on the website all the time. I'm never on that website because it makes me feel bad about myself. It is a lie that you can do these things. I think that Pinterest
0: is really what started the Instagram versus reality challenges because yes. to be quite frank, anything I've ever tried from Pinterest has not gone the way it's supposed to. Oh, never. Whether it's a recipe and like that's probably user error, I get it, <laughs> but like no matter what I do, there's something that I do wrong and I'm like looking at what this thing is supposed to look like and then looking at mine and I'm like this is not the same. <laughs> This is not the same. <laughs> one so like, of
1: these things is not like the other. It's <laughs> not a song?
0: It is. Okay, it is. okay, great. <laughs> um, or it's just like one of those weird tunes that we sung as children. Yeah. But Pinterest is not like reality. Uh, making your own things is hard. Like listen, I've made my own lotion. It, that works, because literally just melting a bunch of different I was gonna butters say, you together. you
1: make candles and lotions, so. um, Yeah,
0: I wanted to be that candle bitch. I'm not. I've realized... <gasps> that would uh, have been a great name for your it's company. It's so much work. <laughs> that
1: candle bitch. That
0: candle bitch. Um, but yeah, we're just going to leave all of that to the professionals. And uh, speaking of professionals in making dope shit
1: oh. that we can't make ourselves, that's why we need a professional. And lucky for us today, Lindsay, and all of you out there... Hey, also, if you've ever successfully made something, a don't believe you. So, b comment and prove me wrong. Yeah. Um, all right. Photos, pictures, or didn't happen. Pictures or didn't happen. Samples to us or didn't happen. Just kidding, kind of. <laughs> uh, anyway, without further ado, our guest today is fantastic. I use her products. She's the creator and founder of Ujai, which is a yoga lifestyle brand that is changing the face of your relationship with the products that you use. I mean, the stuff she makes truly is mind altering. And the fact of like, what's in it? What? How is this affecting my body? And and how am I? making making impact in the world. Ooh. So, I'm excited to introduce Esther Levy. Welcome to the hi, podcast. Hi how are you guys. Hi, Thanks for welcome. having me. Oh my of god. Of course. Esther, tell us a little bit about your background.
2: All right. So, I am a mom, Yay. which is first, yes. I mean, first and foremost. Um, and yeah, I've worked a thousand different jobs and lived all around the world and have gotten to experience many, many different cultures and uh, personalities and different ways of life and different opinions. For a while i was a party planner and i was able to make these lavish parties when i lived in england it was great because i had the picket fence but we did that for a while until i moved back to la Um, and then when i moved back to la people asked me to do do the party planning i was by then i had five children so my youngest was six months old and i was working from before the first one was born all the way till that till and then i ran into a couple health complications Mm-hmm.
1: I had three hours to live. If oh that is anything. okay, wait. You're gonna have to back. Wait, up. you're gonna have to
0: back that up to health complications <laughs> with like, a six months. Health, health
1: complications. People were like, "Yeah, I had pneumonia. I had the flu." No, yeah, what, yeah, no, what no, no. Uh,
2: yeah, I was pregnant with my fifth child. I had the whole picket fence. Like, I was living in a foreign country. I bought a house in a foreign country. I had a husband and great, like everything, a great business partner, and I just felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of it at the time and I was only 26 Mm -hmm. so it it was one of those things that I was I kind of one day woke up and I felt like something was missing and I was like I thought that if I do x y and z I'm going to have the life I wish for or Mm -hmm. what everybody says and a lot of where I went was like a road of what people have guided me to what success looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I love that notion just to pause on that for a moment to ruminate. Success. It's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. It is. And it's almost like everyone, and I know people hear this and they're like, yeah, I get it. But no, for real, success is not a destination. It is not not. something you check off in your boxes. It's not. And
2: with all that said, uh just gonna throw it in there, I wrote a book and it's called Interior Designer. Mm. And it's all about your interior. And it is part of my story of Aligning what your life is and what you love Mm. and what I noticed in this journey was that I am a minimalist Mm. I love the simplicity of life Um, I'm an LA girl, so I'm used to that lavish
0: Everybody has to have
2: everything. Yes. Yes (laughs) Um, And I started to notice that it's maybe not
1: something that I want Can you be a lavish minimalist? I think so. I think you can
0: you just buy well, really need nice. To learn how.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, really I think it's just like changing to. your perception of what is lavish.
0: Oh, that's true, right? That's true. Because like it's just I, like I'm, success, it's a perception. It's right. all a perception.
1: That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet.
2: That's awesome. So yes, then I, I moved back to LA and I stopped working completely when he was when my son was born. He was six months old. That's your fifth child. My Fifth child and i decided that i mean i worked for many many years and i decided that i needed to stop and figure out what was missing and i realized that there was a big hole and that was the void was that i was able to care for many people and many things but i really didn't figure myself out and i found that a lot of people kind of run into the same issues where it's like we're like the american dream is get there and then
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 and then it's always more.
2: There's always a semicolon. Exactly, and I, I got there, and there was nothing waiting for me. I, I mean personally, I mm-hmm. had, a, I had a, I had a wonderful family, and I was very, very blessed. But on a personal level, I, it just didn't align. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself that I'm not going to work, and I'm going to start working on myself because if I don't work on myself, then you know then what's it all for right, right? exactly yeah. what's the
1: first step you took that's a huge realization and then courage
2: yeah so um well when you, when you have three hours to live yeah and your body completely shuts down and then you understand that it's from stress and there's no actual illness attached to it so
1: they told you you have three hours to live they didn't tell me but, but that was the,
2: they i they afterwards uh, they let me know but um yeah yeah, that was, yeah, it was, now I'm stressed stressed. stressed
1: about my stress,
2: (laughs) but I, I started to understand it was my relationship with stress is the relationship Mm -hmm. with myself. You know, so many of us walk around thinking, oh, if we do X, Y, and Z, we're going to be successful. And Mm -hmm. that, and we kind of shut who we are off. Um, and then again, each of us operate differently depending on your life experiences Mm -hmm. and where you live. And I lived in my head. Mm-hmm. I live in my head. It's, I'm very intellectual. I like, I'll, I'll reason with myself and then just plow through whatever needs to happen mm-hmm. and rationalize. And, you know, through different experiences in my life, I've kind of shut my body out in many ways. You'll be yourself but after you achieve XYZ. I didn't okay. even know if that was a thing. A thing. Mm-hmm. And I was somebody that felt, even as a child, I was pretty emotional. And I was always told that I'm too emotional. Yeah.
1: And I feel too much. And
2: it's not a good, yeah, exactly. It's not a good thing. And I know that I love to love. And I love to feel things deeply. And I go slow. Yeah. (laughs) I go slow. And I kind of like to experience things. So for me, it was less and higher resolution. Mm -hmm. And just making sure that everything I do now, I can really feel and, so the first steps that I took was um, coming back home. That was number one to California? To LA. Yeah, to yeah, LA. yeah. Because I really I felt like I had to start this like work. I uh, from there I started writing. That was a big part of my life. I was writing poetry and lyrics, um, and then I started writing a book. And I just write. I'd write and read a lot, and then I started boxing, mm-hmm. and then from there I started yoga. And throughout this whole journey, because there was like nothing general generally wrong with me I had to figure out like it was it was a traumatic experience when you're told that like that can kind of happen again it's like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. I have to make sure that that kind of thing doesn't happen again and it's not something that you it's not like a light switch it's it's an interaction with your own body it's like you have to be um interacting and it's interesting because I was talking to a friend today and I was saying to her is like we are relying on our intuition less and less. Yeah. By us wearing like Fitbits and all the bits. All the bits. All, all bits. the robots.
1: My phone controls my day. I there don't know what's happening in my day. My phone alerts me 30 to 45 minutes about what's next. Yeah. And and those kind of, and, and, and like, and, you
2: know, we rely for our health and all of that. And it's, we forget that, that it's the intuition.
1: Yeah. Um, so you
0: almost went through this like, So you had this like, you know, traumatic moment where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And I need to obviously change something. Mm -hmm. And then it's almost like, like to me, like listening to what you're saying, you went from like, you like, your writing seems like that was like your mental clarity and trying to gain your mental clarity and figure out what that was. And then you went into boxing and yoga, which was your physical clarity. And like, I really think that mental and physical is so important because if you can't mentally figure out what's wrong with you and look inside for that intuition, you're never going to be happy.
2: Right. 100%. I was also on that holistic journey because there was nothing wrong with me officially. Mm-hmm. But you—that's um,
1: the crazy. But you could, don't realize, you feel it. You can die from things that are yeah. mentally happening to you that yeah. maybe are manifesting physically, yeah. and people don't. Yeah. Mental health, people. Yeah, exactly. Self-care and that's, is that's, important. That's really where the
2: deodorant kind of showed up. So was that, that your first yeah. product? It, it was. It was
0: Ish. the. It was the product. It was.
2: Yeah. That was, <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. We'll stop the energy. So. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just started to learn more and more about myself, and I started to learn that I love, like, so much of my life was this external control of, everybody else knows, like, controls everything. Mm. Like, I knew how to do a lot of things, but I felt like I wanted to learn how to do more things. And I felt, and I started to realize that, you know, on this, like, holistic journey that every single woman has, can heal. Mm-hmm. Every single woman has that healing energy within her.
1: Yeah. You can create life, you can heal from creating that life, and you can keep
2: going. And I wanted to learn more about what that is. What that is as a woman, I was operating from a masculine side of myself until then. Mm -hmm. Even in my exterior, I have a fear, and this is something I share with, I mean, I read about this in my book, I have a fear of being skinny. Because it's this masculine exterior that I've taken on, Mm -hmm. where it's like I've operated from this very very masculine side like testosterone based like uh, it's very driven and you know you have to defend yourself and like it's a little bit aggressive and i've learned that i i don't want i i i'm doing it out of like a have to instead of a want to like i wanted to get to know the woman inside of me
1: was Mm -hmm. it survival the masculinity was more survival you feel
2: um i think it's survival but i think it's also a competitiveness i think as women we get very competitive yeah Um, And I am very competitive. Oh, same.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
2: (laughs) And, you know, it just, I felt like I had to start surrendering. It wasn't about the competitiveness, it was about more about the experience instead of the achievements.
0: Yeah.
2: And I had to trust that I'm somebody that gets things done, and I'll get it done, and there's a rhythm to my day and to the way I commit to things. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about how fast I'll get there or how good it will be done. It's about how do I feel while
0: I operate. Yeah which is um, so important that's I, that going back into that intuition which yeah. like yeah god i'm so jealous
1: i like that you said that that we're missing intuition because i think that needs to be called out
2: and yeah. and so so like i i i like i've addressed a couple things that i you know like with let's say the feminist movement and everything it's really great but the thing that we struggle a lot of the times with is it's action versus reaction mm. a lot of what's going on right now is women are reacting
1: Mm -hmm. After so much depression, I feel like that may be the first step. Right. Is that we react? Yeah. Right. And the question is, what
2: is the prevention? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And usually prevention is in the intuition. Um, And it's really, really getting to know that. It's like our superpower.
0: Yeah. And if you can't tap into that intuition because of all these external factors that you're dealing with, you're never going to be able to, like... I mean, I hate to say it this way, but, like, be the woman that you want to or can potentially yeah, be, yeah. which is, like, yes, you can be reactionary, but your reactions are based on your intuition rather than, yeah. like, just emotion, which is most, what most people think right. women are reacting to, Exactly, right?
2: exactly. And and the thing was, like, in my life in general, there was many things that I achieved that I really desired to achieve, mm-hmm. and I used my intuition, and I went against the grain, and I fought for what I – and I and – I, got it all like I slayed all my dragons yeah but on an external (laughs) level on an internal level I didn't do that Mm -hmm. and I found that that when you talk about business and stuff a lot of women also that's where we struggle where it's like you have to go by let's say the analytics not by the intuition Mm -hmm. and it's really about the intuition and getting to know that and and strengthening it Mm -hmm. in
1: a way where it's like your compass merging the two yeah is is, it takes a lot of ingenuity and a lot of clarity yeah
0: yeah Yeah, you have to be clear in your own mind Mm -hmm. to be able to use that intuition to your benefit right Right, so like I'm a business person analytics are basically my entire life like I was literally looking at charts and graphs all day today about sales and like that yeah I always feel like I feel like that part of my work is so separate from like I also do a lot of HR in my job and like, I feel like the HR side of it and the analytics side are so separate. So it's really interesting that you say that because I always feel like my more masculine side is the like, all right, check out this report, write a report on the report do the, do all of that. But then like when somebody comes into my office with a problem, I kind of have to turn that like analytical side off and be like, okay, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling that way? What can we do to make it better? So Yeah, it's really, I really needed this conversation. I didn't analytics, even
2: know it. And the thing is with analytics, I'm an analytical person. Mm-hmm. I used to think I was more of a creative person and I realized it was analytical. Yeah. I love sitting in, in front of the computer and looking at the numbers. Me too. To <laughs> me, that's a very safe place to be. But I started to understand that we're operating, I personally was operating way too much out of that space mm-hmm. instead of the space of like, uh, and, and this is a pattern in life we like things that feel safe, and we like things that are guarantees. Mm-hmm. we rather go with a guarantee than with our intuition. Yeah. And when we start to understand that our intuition is where we gain the success, we we don't, like, that's where people struggle, let's say, with love, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not a guarantee. Mm-mm. And then the fear sometimes is what sabotage is, yeah. because you can't put that on a, on a graph.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can't. Um, and it's the same with our health and people are trying to find ways that we can guarantee cancer free or guarantee you know global warming is s- going to be reversed down or yeah, guarantee whatever. and there is really no guarantee and when we start oper- when i started to operate from that place where i'm like there is no guarantee it's going to be about me in this moment making sure that this moment is everything everything changed everything changed because I started to understand that I am my awareness, not my action and reaction.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh, my God, growth moment. So in in, in the Jewish
2: culture, we'll say, like, somebody will say, like, I'm Shomer Shabbos, which is Mm -hmm. I'm observant Jew. Like, people will say, how do you identify and whatever. Okay, Mm -hmm. so Shomer is observant. Okay. And it's like if you are Shomer Torah Mitzvot, it's like you are observing Commandments, let's say, mm-hmm. right? But it's really a structure. And I, I explain it as in every single culture, every single government, every community, everybody has, there's a, s- a structure which in everybody lives within. Mm-hmm. But um, but there is this word in front of it, and it's that's the observant. And if you think of it, it, it another word for it is like a, um, a security guard, like a guard. Mm-hmm. And if you think of what a security guard does, what is his ultimate job? His ultimate job is to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. And to keep protect, like to watch, but to protect.
2: not, he doesn't need to protect. That's if true. he's observing that's properly, true. there's no action involved. That's ah, true. Okay. Because if
0: he's observing and stopping the things before anything could right. potentially happen, that's him being observant and that's him right. doing his job.
2: So what I tell people is I'm, I'm not, let's say Shabbos, like Sabbath. I'm not Shabbos itself. I am the awareness that I bring to it. So I'm the awareness of, let's say if, if I want to do charity work or kind I want to be kind even kind to myself I am I am the awareness I bring to that I am not the act itself and right. when people people struggle a lot with identity ad- identity right now mm-hmm. and nowadays and it's it's a lot about like how do you identify how do you we're, we're trying again that's a safe place that we're trying to pigeonhole ourselves into and it's like for me if I don't practice what whatever I practice, Right now in this moment, it doesn't matter if I did it last week. It's like being vegan or vegetarian. If, Mm -hmm. if if you, if if you ate well today and you ate what you're supposed to, then today you did what you're supposed to. But people get so caught up in, oh, I am vegan, the label, the label of it. And then like, they don't realize that sometimes you can harm yourself
0: by by going overdoing it and overdoing that like tiny little box that you're trying to fit into. Yeah. And
2: sometimes it's, it's. You know, like we were talking about, like cage free eggs. I have this mm-hmm. woman that that I get cage free eggs. She Which gets are them straight delicious. from the farm.
0: Delicious. Says, yeah. the, says the vegan. Used <laughs> to be vegan, not anymore. I Ate eggs and fish because they are delicious.
2: So, so that's things. What I was saying to her is like. I will have an egg here and there, Absolutely. you know what I mean? But the thing is, it's when we start to under, like, I was feeling very insecure because it's like, okay, how do I identify, especially in America? Everyone's like, what do you do as a job? What, it's not, it's not about who you, you. are. It's, no. who, it's, it's all. And I, it comes from this like actor performance kind of thing mm-hmm. where we're all performers.
0: Yes. in, in and, some
2: way, yeah, in some way. And, and then life itself feels very empty. It's the American so, dream.
0: It's yeah, it's
2: what have you done? Not who are you? Exactly. And so I, I stripped it all away, in, the, in and I came out with, you we are awareness. We are the awareness we bring to this moment. That's and that's beautiful. it.
1: Which
0: is so beautiful. Like,
1: yeah. Because it's true. But like That makes if, me angry, though, because I'm like, now the moment's gone. <laughs> now the moment's gone. <laughs> okay. You now have another Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, now you have another. She's so, like, what, who, where did we find you? Who are you? <laughs> this is incredible.
1: <laughs> I love her deodorant. That's why she's... I know. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like,
0: too, yeah. it's, it's true. Like, you, like, in any situation... Like, the word reaction is terrible, right? But, yeah, you're the awareness you bring. If you walk into a place and you have a negative attitude, that negative attitude could spread throughout the entire yeah, room. it does. And that that's could. The, it, does. it does. It does. And that's the awareness that you are bringing to that situation yeah. that is creating this you know, new situation that you're in. But,
2: yeah, and another thing, um, another thing that I brought up is the idea of procrastination.
0: Hmm.
2: We, mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm a procrastinator. And I have a different twist on that. Okay. I like this because I need this. Please prove me wrong if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, in America in general, but I think around the world, we all act from a place of the desire. Desire. It's all about what we are desiring in the moment. If it's sex, love, hunger for food, if, if it's attention or whatever. And I'm going to go with food because it's a we very love food. simple. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I love food too. So if you think about it, how many of us and whoever's listening, ask yourself,
0: when do you eat? Do you eat when you're hungry or before you are hungry? Typically I eat after I'm so hungry that I've gotten angry at somebody and I'm like, Oh crap, I must be hungry. I should probably put food in my mouth. There you go. Or schedule it. Or Joel and I are like in an argument. He'll start handing me pieces of an apple and I'm like eating the apple. Like, are you doing this on purpose? Do you think I'm just hungry? (laughs) Like what's going on? (laughs) That's my life. So what do you think?
2: So I say, I heard one of my, trainers mm-hmm. taught me in my my road in the last 10 years mm-hmm. he said you are supposed to eat before you're hungry
1: hmm.
2: before you're hungry why oh. why because we as americans are obsessed with the interaction of like satisfying the hunger that means you're waiting for the action to show up for you to react
1: oh. this so is like western medicine the, so yeah. yeah we were just talking we were just today. talking about this sorry to hijack this conversation yeah. go for it, go for it. <laughs> But Western medicine, and I love Western medicine. It's it's done a lot of wonders for my mom and and a lot of different people. And my but yeah. <laughs> Western medicine waits till there's something wrong and yeah. then fixes it, yeah. as opposed to growing healthy right. humans from the get right. from the get go and preventing disease, as opposed to fixing it. The right. band aid. But so so in but the thing is, as a culture, we're living from that
2: space. So if mm-hmm. you think about it, it's mm-hmm. like people. Let's say it's like oh, I want sex instead of like I'm in a relationship we're going to commit to doing this or we're going to commit to going having d- date night let's say yeah. right so you're going to commit to that and stick to it it's not if you're in the mood or not in the mood because when you when you create consistency mm-hmm. and this is like with diet if you think of it if 95 or 99% of your diet is healthy and nutritious then if you have that 5% of crap fine your body can digest it because you have enough power
0: to actually push through the difficult <laughs> exactly. digestion and yeah, moderation.
2: Exactly. And and if it's the other way around, you're going to run into a lot of issues, emotional issues, physical issues, mental health comes into that too. I mm-hmm. always say not always is it mental health. If you, you know, what I'm saying you have to see a doctor, sometimes it's chemical and it's okay. Yeah. Go, you know what I mean? But a lot of us as women, there are mood swings. We have a cycle yeah. and in every week in our cycle, we feel different. Mm -hmm. And it's really being aware of what we feel like Mm -hmm. at the time. And, and, you know, it took me some time to kind of get into that space. And the beauty of getting our periods is that about a week before it starts cleaning house where it's Mm -hmm. like, this isn't working, that's not working, life's gonna end here.
0: (laughs) Yes, once
2: a month. (laughs) Once a month. But, and in my house we have this rule, because I have a few people that are like, you know, um, <laughs> who are like when you get close, you know that today's not the day we're rationalizing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Today's not the day. So just let it come up, but you're not going to engage because what happens, the beauty of that is, is that everything that's not working in your life will show up. Mm-hmm. That urgency, everything that we're neglecting shows up. Yes. And really in this next month, in the next cycle, you have the power to change it. So back to what I was saying with like procrastinating and all of that, we come from a place of reaction. We wait for the urge to we do it, anything. Wait for desire. Yeah, it's like
1: yeah. Yeah. I and
2: know that you. and 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 if we if we sort of create our if we create a good schedule and a good like where we're, you know, if it's waking up early, it's exercising, you know, committing to the people in our life, committing, and it's not because we're in the mood and not in the mood. It's just that is part of this is, is, is what of, we do. This is what we do. Then when we do run into challenges, it's not that big of a fall.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can also kind of go through your checklist of like, what have I done today? Why are these things coming up? Like, mm-hmm. what can I do to yes. adjust them, whether it's today, tomorrow, or a month from now? Right. And like how you can kind of more easily work through the problem. Not blindsided. You're not blindsided. But exactly. also
2: you're showing up for yourself because if, you, if we're operating from a place where we're in the mood of doing something, mm-hmm. like back to the eating, yeah. that's where it snowballs. Because it's like if you're having a crappy day, like my daughter, she was, you know, she has this thing that when she gets nervous, she doesn't eat, and and it's just that's that's what happens. And she's like, I'm not eating, I'm not eating, I can't eat, I can't eat. But if if I said to her, just make sure you get something in there, like it, tell yourself it's not about nourishing yourself. We get to this place we, we, where we start withholding the nur- nurturing, mm-hmm. and every single one of us have our own weird concept of. <laughs> How we hold on and how we let go. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I had a quote and I will share it with you because mm-hmm. I shared it with a friend and it says, holding on doesn't make it matter more.
1: God, I need to do Dang that. it. I need to hear that. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I hadn't heard that. <laughs> it's such a good quote. But it's so Thank true you. because
0: like, I mean, if you think about it, if we're it's going back to like one. the food example, right? Once you're hungry what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to try to get the fastest meal possible into your stomach as quickly as possible because now you're stressed out about X, Y, and Z because you haven't met this one need that you... But you're
2: operating from an urgency. Exactly. The urgency. So the urgency.
0: But you're in that urgency, you're more likely to make a decision that's not going to benefit you in the future as well. And if you right? live
1: in urgency, which is what you're saying, is yeah. that most people live, and, and, and people live in urgency. I live in urgency. people have
2: said, I know, me too. Yeah. A lot of my <laughs> life is lived in that place where, it, and, and, and I think that that's what people call procrastination.
1: Yeah, you're right. They almost uh, feel like it's... Kind of. I just think it... I mean, maybe. I think for some people, maybe they feel like, oh, I procrastinate, so now it's urgent. I think that a lot of people also potentially could be taking on too much. Because I thought, thought I was a procrastinator
2: at first. Yeah.
1: I was like, oh, Then I started to realize
2: that I'm operating
1: from a place where
2: I kind of there's this weird withholding mm-hmm. and uh
0: yeah it's like this tug and pull of like i need to do this but I'm not i will going only to do, do, do it
2: when i'm stressed enough that this, th- i have enough stress to trigger me to get up and go do it
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like or
2: a... the deadline shows up and that's what procrastination is yeah it's like, yeah. It's like you are you are You're right waiting on your for deadline. that urgency to go so you waited for that urgency yeah. and that's where that action reverses reaction that's, that's what i'm up. talking about
0: Interesting. I we were to our deodorant today, yeah. and now I'm getting like life lessons. I love this. I love this. This is why we love this podcast. Well, you
1: know, and any of you listening, maybe it's not true for you. probably is. Things come to you when you need them.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: And whatever you're saying, I'm picking up. Whatever you're laying awesome. down, I'm picking up yeah, because it's I think that's really, what I need to hear.
0: Yeah, I did need to hear this today. That's and awesome. Yeah, thank you. Already. So, I mean, we're
1: a few yeah. minutes into the podcast, and I'm already thanking you. <laughs> so is this where the name company, Ujayi Yes. It's about breath it is and taking back
2: power and it was reminding me that i needed to breathe (laughs) yeah that was where the name came from it was about breathing yeah
0: the breath of life man we need that that I wasn't breathing
2: most of us breathe in fight or flight mode we're taking Mm -hmm. short sips of air that means we're living with very very short nervous systems like our, our we're not nourishing ourselves with the oxygen we need So that was like the first phase that I needed to, you know, tackle.
0: Yeah. Was like getting to the point where you knew, yeah, you just knew yourself well enough to know why you're reacting, how to react, what you needed to make sure that you could be whatever version of successful success was to you, you know?
2: And the same person that it inspired me was yoga teacher. Um, his name is Dalton. He's phenomenal. I was in his class, and I hear him saying Ujai breath, and it just, it resonated. He also said a quote, and I put it in my book, and breath is your only currency.
1: Oh. Oh, I love, I love life and it. death things. Like, yeah. Like, breath is your only currency, because it's all, I love well, that. Well, because if you
0: don't have breath, breath what do you, you have?
1: You're dead. You're literally dead. Death. Is yeah, death is what you yeah. And yeah. it's
2: understanding that, like, you know, we are not just bodies. We are nervous systems. We're minds. We're souls. We're... Spirits, there's so many things. It's we're a collective of many, many things inside, you know, this one home. But what do we share? It. We share
1: breath. Yes. Yeah, and that is the first thing. Like we were talking about building a human in a previous yeah. episode. Listen, uh-huh. <laughs> and we were talking. It was talking about race, and it was talking about how we're judging people based yeah, on their skin. But that's the last thing that's made. That of was our things that are made. Is what? Yeah, that was our. Don't use the word hate. Don't anymore. use the word hate. But, but we we're saying when you're building a human, it's like. It first thing that builds is the is the brain and the circulatory system and the heart those are like the first things and then it comes out to everything else the skin yeah. skin color is the last the finishing touches of a human wow um and now going once you're already here and you're already human what is what the you one all commonality that we have breath and blood i think right like that are but if we're dead we blood we, doesn't matter yeah
0: exactly. what really matters breath breath that's what keeps you alive Pen, pen drop <laughs> yeah. she literally just dropped a pen too yeah. just for everybody who's not watching like me yeah. <laughs> anyway i love that and that's a beautiful yeah, growth yeah that's there. awesome so, so wait what is your book my book is called interior design yes interior your Designers, body right. is your first home oh
2: and everyone says to me the, the i i do like energy healing and body mm-hmm. alignment mm-hmm. and people will always say but i don't know i don't know how to i don't know my inside i don't know I don't, i'm not sure i was like well we all have opinions on what we like to wear,
1: mm-hmm.
2: how we like to get dressed, how we like to decorate our homes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's a lot of effort that goes into that. Yeah, the same effort needs to be put in to our first home, which is our body. And if we think of it, if, about it that way, it kind of it's like something you can relate to. Yeah. And creating a nice home is not only, only about nice things. It's about the energy that is infused into the space.
1: Right. No, it's true because you can have a home that's very minimalistic, doesn't have a lot of things right. in it, but you can feel the warmth. The, the warmth. Yeah, or you can have a home that is decorated lavishly, and you can feel the angst, the coldness, yeah. the coldness. Yeah, and like all of those East Coast homes I grew up in. Not all of them, the Angst <laughs> With way too much
0: shit on the walls. Anyway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, we don't realize that it's like it's much it's much easier to kind of when in our homes when we can see when we can visually like like the visual is part of the experience mm-hmm. but when yeah. we get to know our internal self it's like would you allow the anxiety that's going on inside yourself go on in your home
0: mm-hmm. yeah probably like if we not. have a
2: choice right and it's like it's the same thing at work or same thing everywhere else it's like well why is that okay to like be upset at a boss and just hold everything in yeah, like we're and and create these toxins within yourself.
0: Yeah, and create this like stress that doesn't need to be there. Right. All just because someone else is affecting you in a way that you don't appreciate or yeah. don't yeah. recognize.
1: And that's and allowing of, yeah. them to get, take your power. Yeah, I allow that to happen too much. Yeah, yeah, and
2: it's it's not even it's 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 yeah it's taking your power, but it's also there. It's you are coming out of yourself. It's like you are rejecting yourself in the process.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true. I never even thought about that. And
2: that way. frustration is really that you are giving over your power,
1: not that somebody's taking it from you.
0: That's true. Ooh, put it in your putting it in your court, Juliet. You're giving them your power. They're not taking. it. You're
1: giving them your power, but also that you are not like you're saying you're you're allowing your own reaction to the situation. Someone right. says something you don't like, or that that, that you yeah. feel all of a sudden you're having a reaction yeah. to. Yeah. You have a choice in the way yeah. that you're reacting to that. And also within yourself so people Mm -hmm. think oh I'm not gonna say anything but
2: then they're angry inside but the thing is I'm not gonna say anything but this is not a reflection of me yeah so I do not have to let it destroy destroy yeah
1: and both of them have the same external output yeah and it's what are you actually doing inside are you hurting yourself to look good outside are you truly at peace inside to show that exterior Which would you choose? Definitely number two, you would want to choose, but getting there is a little hard. Getting there is is hard. Yeah, absolutely. But it's learning
2: priorities. Like, with the experiences I've gone through, it's taught me priorities. Again, I still need those reminders, (laughs) you know? Well, you got five kids to remind you every single day. I do. (laughs) But, and then this is where, like, the segment kind of merges with deodorant. So everybody asked me to make deodorant. So I was working in the studio, and a friend of mine, she wanted to create a local market, Mm-hmm. And she said that she wanted just I was I was creating a couple different products mm-hmm. already. Um, and I would give people just different powders and just potions and stuff to and she's like, "You know, why don't we just make a shop?" And the yoga studio was getting like I don't know 5 to 700 people a day. Mhm. Um, it was just one of those so the, it was it was a, a really
0: it was like community. easy. It was like, let's just do this here and see what the yeah. reaction so is. So I was like, great,
2: what do you guys want? And they're like, deodorant. I'm like, I'll make you anything.
0: <laughs> but deodorant? Anything. Please. Did you don't have that coconut me oil on your armpit situation like I did? Oh my gosh.
2: I, when I They're like, no, 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 this is what we need. And it's hot yoga, so it was oh, great. Oh, so they needed to, it. It was they great to exp- it. because they're like, every single deodorant out there doesn't work doesn't work in the hot rooms and doesn't work if you have an active lifestyle no nope so i went on that journey and i failed a couple batches but i started to learn about the internal self and what i learned was that your your armpit is your filter for your liver kidney and gallbladder really Mm -hmm. your liver kidney and gallbladder are the is the place where your stress digests into toxins so your food digests there too Mm -hmm. but your body also digests the toxins Mm -hmm. and it turns it into stress Mm -hmm. a stress it turns into toxins the toxins go up through your chest area and And out out. the armpit that's why people get lumps in their breast chest area Mm -hmm. because things are getting trapped
0: yeah have you read the book this is a total side note have you read the book spirit of anatomy nope okay I, i'll have to send it to you it's yeah. really good it's basically this doctor who she uh, was a oh my god not a psychologist uh psychologist? psychiatrist psychiatrist yes could write medicine mm-hmm. and she was noticing all these women having these issues with like high stress um and breast cancer mm-hmm. and she talks mm-hmm. a lot about hmm. that about how You know sweating in general it's a part of your body like everybody talks about like oh you have to detox your body drink all these juices do all of this blah blah well your body is naturally detoxing all the time through your armpits and through all of these like sweat glands and stuff sweat
2: glands also breathing exhaling Mm -hmm. our body has a few different ways of 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 releasing toxins Uh, you know eliminating when we go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. as you said sweating breathing yeah And And, and we're just stopping that with all of
0: that aluminum deodorant deodorant. Mm -hmm. and all that stuff people are constantly like stop me from sweating But really that's like your body's natural way of getting out the crap that it doesn't need and doesn't serve it
2: So so the things that we started to notice when I started to go on this journey was there was a couple challenges that we ran into and I had to really tackle what what it was and if we're dealing with a solar plex area I wanted to make sure that whatever we're doing really nurtures that solar plex area. So we we have two deodorants. Mm -hmm. The main one we did was citrus, because that's really, really nurturing to the solar plex. That's my favorite. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so um, yeah, and it was just, it was an interesting journey. Uh, Another thing that I realized on the journey was that, um, you know, there's this like phase of people being really obsessed with like essential oils. Yes. But the armpit area is very, very sensitive. Super sensitive. So I chose not to put it in because I know that I would react even from having a little bit on my fingers or just anywhere, my armpits.
1: People don't realize sensitive oils are actually pretty
2: harsh. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's it's a reason intense. that when
0: you get them in those roller balls and things like that, they're, they're diluted, diluted with like yeah. witch hazel and water and like, you know, yeah. coconut oil yeah. or whatever, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, and then it's 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 about taking care of your armpit area um i'd always tell people like you gotta care for it like it's Mm -hmm. like your baby it's skin yeah yeah but but it's it's a it's a space that's a lot of toxins are leaving Mm -hmm. and the more stress that we create like i at some point i thought that our bodies like i have you ever experienced when you've like worked out like crazy that you start smelling bleach
0: Hmm. has that ever happened to you no not that i'm aware of you just smell bad Okay, but yeah, there's this thing like
2: that if you're overworking, like o- like working out, and mm-hmm. I've had, I mean, I've experienced it, and I thought it was like a hydrogen peroxide, and then I learned Maybe that I it just was have a citrus, it c- citric acid. Yeah. Huh.
1: Um,
2: so I had this happen, and then I had um, one of the, I, like I, I sponsored some of the CrossFit games, mm-hmm. and one of my CrossFitters, he, he called me, and he's like, oh my gosh, my armpit's breaking out. And basically what happened was he was lifting more weights, to get to preparing for the CrossFit games mm-hmm. that weight that he added was inducing stress mm. that stress was turning into the hyd- uh, into the citric acid that was
0: irritating his armpit get out of fucking town all right so i this is where we segment into lindsay's potential go back potential and listen to the uh, original natural
1: deodorant original one. my journey to lindsay making me switch to natural deodorant listen to that episode it's hilarious also you'll understand why lindsay is talking about this right now yes. so forever. Okay.
0: I've had eczema for like the majority of my life. Okay. The, um, time now as an adult that it comes out is when I'm stressed. Like it yeah. doesn't yeah. matter if I'm sick. doesn't matter if anything else is happening. If I am stressed out behind my that. knees, on my mm-hmm. elbows, yeah. and I was super stressed when I was trying to like make that switch into natural deodorant, I wonder if, well, it could be two things, right? So a lot of natural deodorants have essential oils in them. They do. Correct. They do.
2: And they don't have enough clay. I mean, this is one yeah. of my secrets. I mean, I put in a <laughs> lot more clay <laughs> mm-hmm. into my deodorant than most companies do because you need, the water needs somewhere to absorb.
0: Absolutely. That's what I was just thinking. And, yeah. So you said like, that. it's
2: great to have coconut oil and all that stuff, but like you, the sweat needs to absorb somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And not in my t-shirt, hopefully. Yeah. Or like just hang out in my armpit. Yeah. But yeah, so now that I'm thinking about it, that stress is probably what was causing that reaction, not the actual baking soda. Right. Because
1: you're so, like, baking right. soda is causing this. Like, and, and a lot of people soda. have that
2: misconception. And um, the, when they'll call me, you know, they'll call me and email me and say, oh my gosh, I got a reaction. I'll be like, what's going on in your life? Yeah. like how And it's are you? beautiful because that's how our bodies work. Our yeah. bodies send us alarm bells as soon as something mm-hmm. is going wrong. And it's like, whoa, hold on, stop. And I yeah. had that happen to me as well. When I get when I get irritated, I know that I am over the top stressed. And sometimes, my, like I'm, my I'm an aware life. person, and even with being an aware person, there's this underlying stress that sometimes we don't detect.
1: Mm-hmm. All the and time,
2: it happens exactly.
0: on my on my elbows and on my back of my knees, and I'm like. Why is this happening? And Joel's like, Lindsay, you haven't stopped talking about how worried you are about X, Y, and Z over the last three weeks. You've worried yourself into a rash. And I'm just like, shut up, that's not true. But it is true. And this goes
1: back to how you're a lifestyle brand. It's not like, oh, we have products. No. It's your relationship with your body.
2: It's a relationship with your body. Um, A lot of the skincare, like again, this is my masculine side, but Mm -hmm. it's not only my masculine side, it's my strong side. Mm -hmm. And as this, this is where the strong woman in me comes out. I personally, I don't like wearing a lot of makeup to me. I find that a lot of women, and and again, I you know, I used to do this as well, where we're hiding behind a mask full of makeup and botox, yeah. and 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 it's just this mask of, of 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 we're just petrified to show who we are. Yeah, that and society has told us that who we are is not okay. Right, yeah. our entire lives. But the thing yeah. is that if we we have to change that, and the way we change that is by stripping everything away.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My journey was about stripping everything away stripping it all away and not being afraid of being who I am. Yeah, so, which is so
0: important yeah, because- even,
2: Yeah, even when we created the product, I made I stripped away all the color. It's mm-hmm. black and like white, yellow, white, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
2: with that being said, I also was asking myself, what do I want to inspire? And mm-hmm. um, I love being connected to artists. I found that a lot of things that were done nowadays are very manufactured.
1: There is this overmanufactured.
2: Yeah, overmanufactured. I'm a person that likes that intimacy, Mm -hmm. that connection. I'm an emotional person, as I said before. Mm -hmm. So I needed that emotional connection. And I felt like I wanted to be an artist. I am an artist first. So this was a way of being able to express and create art. Um, My first experience with watching an artist make something was my, my grandmother lived above us. We had this like fourplex. And uh, she she had a Russian neighbor, and again, these are all war survivors. Yeah. She had a Russian neighbor that lived next door. And this woman would cook her um, some moisturizer out of vegetables. And my grandmother, I would, like I was four years old, I'd go with my grandmother, and this woman would make it as my grandmother sat there. Like it was a conversation, and there was, it was there was complete transparency. And they sat and they had like coffee and they talked, and this, this moisturizer would be in the pot, and she'd stir it, and then she'd put it in a jar. My grandmother would take it home and put it into her fridge. And that was like my first experience. And it really, I never realized how much it would res- it resonated with me. My grandmother lived to like, I think she was like about 83, 84. And I always said, if I, if my skin looks like hers when I'm her age, I will be honored.
0: There's, I said the same thing about yeah. my grandmother. Like the woman looked like she'd had Botox her entire life. She was 92 when she died. And I was like, how do you do this? I've been putting moisturizer on every day, all the time. And I look like this. Do
1: you think it's because <laughs> of the different, like we're com- being too complex?
2: Um, I think we're trying to hold on to something, going back to the holding on. We're trying mm-hmm. to preserve something instead of experience it. Mm. And it's like, if we're experiencing life, I'm comfortable at my age. I've mm-hmm. earned I've earned my my lines. Yeah, um, and I heard somebody say the other day that like with Botox, it sometimes blocks some of your chakras mm-hmm. as well. So you're not able to really be intuitive. Oh, for sure, Because you things. get it, you
0: can't like move your forehead.
2: Yeah, for a while. Yeah. So so yeah. So then back to that. So then really quickly, um, I felt like I wanted to create a powerful brand, something that's supportive and grounding. A lot of a lot of the skincare out there is very fluff and soft. And, um, when I went for this kind of ex- like aesthetic, everyone's like, no, it's too aggressive. Um, and I was like, I don't, I think it's awesome yeah. and it's functional it's and it's fun and, and it's edgy and it's just a little different.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so. what I loved, loved, loved and what first drew me to your brand was that it, it's kind of like no BS to yeah. in the way of it. Like the branding is very clean and sleek. Uh, the ingredients are listed right there and it's all very up front mm-hmm. and and you know it's gonna get the job done, especially with deodorant. But you have other products as well, but especially mm-hmm. with the deodorant, I'm like, this is just gonna work. I'm gonna go work out and I'm gonna be able to have a day and it's yeah, gonna be not fine. A, well, there's not that fluff crap. It's not yeah. like
0: ooh, like, smell like roses right. and do
1: this. Actually, and actually do that and I think I'm wearing the citrus one right now. And I, I actually, I, I I actually really like, like that it doesn't smell like something that I'm not. I'm not a gardenia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, right? <laughs> like, I'm not that. Like, I sometimes you put those like scented deodorants on and like mm-hmm. half through your day. Like, I smell worse because I have a scent on <laughs> right, my underarm right. that is mixing with my own scent and it's not a good moment. So, yeah. Yeah, but, for me,
2: every all the scents that I chose, like when we were working with scents and essential oils, it was really about how does this support the human mm-hmm. yeah so like orange and citrus is about solar plex and and, and people were pushing me to make other other f- scents like other scents they're like oh do this and do that and do seasonal and i was like i want to create something that's consistent mm-hmm. that you know what you're getting and especially like you know especially with my life i found that i struggled with finding people that can show up in my life and things mm-hmm. that can show up as well things and work. really work yeah and i felt like I don't want to work on. I don't want to work on um, this game of like advertising and like creating this illusion, because mm-hmm. again, that die. Then people are again back to what we were talking about before. People are acting from a reactive place, mm-hmm. so keeping those, containing those customers and attaining those customers costs a lot more mm-hmm. because you keep on having to stimulate them versus saying, "Look, no BS here. I'm not spending any any marketing dollars." I'm going to invest in you
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and that's it. And it's all, so like with all my social media and all of that, every single person you see is a person that actually is in my life and actually wears the product. Mm -hmm. I'm not after anything that's, you know- Fluff, fluff, basically. Fluff, right, yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I'm that type of person and with building a business, I feel like you gotta go with what you like and what you personally
1: connect with
2: yeah and to me i was like i just want things that are straightforward and that work and yeah and a lot of times bottom line (laughs) bottom line yeah can you work yeah exactly and a lot of times it's this big pitch like people pitch nowadays it's all about the pitch and i'm like i i don't want to waste people's time people's time is valuable their their emotions are valuable like i want them to know that there is something in their life they can depend on Mm -hmm. so we just stripped it down and we i just created a few products i created two different lines where there's like more of a charcoal where you get that like deep dark, you know, detox and exfoliating kind of feel. And then you have more of a lighter peppermint and like, you know, and then I had serums. I don't do a moisturizer and you know, I do, the, I do cast, a Castile soap. I just work through like simple stuff, just yeah. basics. And a lot of things that have multi-use, they, they're great in a gym bag. Mm-hmm. They look beautiful on the counter in the bathroom. They don't take up too much space they're easy to wash, easy to maintain. I didn't go for fancy bottles either.
1: No. And all I just hand try and, done too. Yeah,
2: yeah, all of it is hand done. Um everything I make, I pour to the sound of sound bath. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you get the healing properties in there too? Mm-hmm. I make sure that I'm in a space. Baths. Yeah, I make sure that I'm in the space where I can I'm also in the calmest space I could be so I can infuse that healing energy and share that with everybody.
0: Yeah.
2: And you know, I always like put in some prayers and healing prayers and you know, intentions and it's it it becomes this beautiful practice for me. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's an experience for you as
0: well as for your customer because you can kind you can know that every, you know, what do you call it? A bottle of deodorant? I don't know, every stick of deodorant that you give out, you know that you have put yourself in that. Not just in the formulation, but in the actual creation. And like you know that you put good intentions and you are handing this to another person who wants to use it, yeah. and yeah, you just know that you're giving them a product that you believe in, which and, is so yeah, important.
2: And I pay a little bit more than most people do for their ingredients and for their stuff because everything's made in America. Before I started this business, I made sure that every single relationship I have mm-hmm. that means with all my suppliers they are all completely responsible,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and their service is amazing, and it's all American made and in mindful facilities
0: mm-hmm.
2: which to me matters and people are like well you can bring the cost down i was like well i'm not about the person that wants the cheapest thing
1: no
2: um it, it, it's really about like i'll say okay a deodorant's 14 or 15 dollars technically that's three coffees or maybe two juices yeah
1: and they last a long time and honestly about, or yeah.
0: one juice because this is los
1: angeles yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then also also like if you
2: think of it like People send so much on their f- moisturizers and so much on their face yeah. creams. They forget, like that, if you are releasing the toxins from your body, you will your aging will slow down. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're going to age less. I don't know uh, what what the word is for that. Yeah. Yeah. The o-
1: oxidization of your skin. Will, there you go. Like, will go because down. you're calmer. It's mm-hmm. you, you, stress you know, causes oxidization, which there causes go. wrinkles. the number one cause of yes. wrinkles. There Stop you oxidizing yourself with stress. There you go. All right. Well, that's why I have. <laughs> Wrinkles. So um, yeah, so it's 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 understanding where yeah
2: where, where
0: all of those things are coming from and yeah. what is actually beginning mm-hmm. the process that is leading to the destination, which is wrinkles in this case yes. or smelly armpits. And you were saying,
1: <laughs> you know, in the very beginning of the podcast, how we're losing touch with our intuition. Yes, we're also losing touch with our community. And yes. you buying buying, and I'm just going to throw Dove under the bus because it's the first name that pops in my head. If you're buying like Dove deodorant. Uh, at the store it's mass produced in a factory and there's thousands of sticks for three dollars and that's great um if you if you need to have something super cheap but this is something like not only are you supporting the community you're supporting the people who cause these ingredients yes. and now you yes. are an active member in the world yes and why not yeah. be an active member in your little community which then sprawls out to the world mm-hmm. right in life because all we've got is our breath and who we are yeah and our neighbors and, and our and neighbors teams, yeah and
2: it's it's much harder yes it's and this is something i've struggled with is building a team and building mm-hmm. the right team mm-hmm. but i and 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 i've gotten many times people have said just outsource 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 means going
0: outside of my community yeah, yeah. and i agree with you from a business standpoint <laughs> that outsourcing is not always the answer
2: it's it's <laughs> it's easy if you are going outside of yourself but, super easy but business <laughs> any kind of business is really a personal it's your personal relationship too it should be and it should be and it's it's to me it's everything that's the dream to be able to create community yep. because that's really what we're missing like i somebody like in this journey there was a lot of things that i started to realize like i got married young and i had kids young and i started to realize like when some things went you know went wrong and some things didn't and i'm like was i too young for this and i realized i wasn't because mm-hmm. to get married or have a partner or have children you need a community. You don't need to be mature.
0: Mm-hmm. It takes a village. Thank God I have Juliet. She is go. my village. There you go. But <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought
2: like, I at first I was like, I thought it's like if I can bring in cash and I could do this, and it was like no. When things fell apart for me, there was a community there, mm-hmm. and it wasn't how mature or, or how many degrees I had or how intellectual I was or, or how, how much, much I can money sustain. you had. Right. Yeah, it was who was going to be there for me. And it was the people that I invested in that. And, and, and again, and some people will say to me, well, I don't have people like that. And it's, you have to be the person that you want
0: to be in, to your, be own in life. your own life. Yeah. First. Treat others the way you want to be treated.
1: Preach hands. Seriously. Like every time you're out in the world, it's not just about you. Like you see Correct. a need, you fulfill the need. And Lindsay can talk. I mean, listen to our Burning Man episode. It, it is about, just reaching out when someone needs you and if they don't need you that's fine maybe you need them
0: but still letting them know that
1: you are there Mm -hmm. and whether that's handing somebody a bottle of water
0: or giving giving somebody a hug when they've had a bad day like that's how community gets built or built you know and And like trust and trust and like being able to rely on somebody and but i think that also comes with like what i struggled with the most in building community is like not being too scared to ask for that help when you do need 100%, it 100 100 that is my like hardest thing that's the thing that was like my big new year's resolution yeah. was like my two things were like say no more mm-hmm. and ask for help when you need it because those are the hardest things but you don't know what community and support you have until you need, you it. need it and if you're not giving to your community what's the likelihood of them giving to you
1: right yeah. or just it feels good to give it does and also, and
2: back to the action-reaction thing, mm-hmm. with asking for help, we a lot of the times wait till it's urgent.
1: hmm
2: Yes. Instead 100%. of saying, like, asking when we need to ask might be a healthier space to ask. Yeah. And then it all, you know, we have these funny ways of processing things, and do we deserve the help? Am I bothering somebody else? And I always say, just think if somebody would ask you for help. Yeah. And if you would be, like, with pleasure, then... I'm sure that someone you, will right? help you. And if they don't, I always say there's a time and place mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean you can't try again. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Or even asking for little things to, yeah. to create that communication highway yeah. Yeah. where it's like, Lindsay comes you over, I really need a tequila drink. Hey, actually, I need one too. We're going to now have a drink. We're going to chat and we're going to release those emotions. Or, yeah. Or like, hey, do you have a rubber band? I mean, yeah, little like, things. You create that communication. You're in a women's
0: bathroom. Like, hi, and does anybody have a tampon?
2: Exactly. There you go. And it's also about, like I always say, like, you have 30 seconds while you're paying a cashier. Ask them how their day was. Oh, absolutely. They
0: Like, when you are in a drive-thru or in a cashier and you're like, they're like, hey, how's your day going? You're like, great. How's yours? They're like, oh my God, thanks for asking. And half the time they stop and look at you like yeah. you have 10 heads. Like, did you just ask me how my day
1: was? I hate yeah. how people treat other people as if they're not people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. But usually, That's a lot of people. But usually it's the people that
2: don't understand how they're themselves doing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, what did I say a while ago? And we were like, oh, um... It was like, you really don't know yourself until you know the effect you have on other people. Yeah. It's wow. true. Is that That's it? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That I can't with
0: our, that. That was one of our big growth <laughs> awesome. moments uh, on this podcast because it's true. Like, you cannot – okay, like, we had – this is when we were talking about dude bro. If anybody can call back to the dude bro episode, uh, you know, I don't know. Leave me a comment somewhere. But, yeah, when you're like – When you are the problem, you cannot find out that you or your reaction was the problem until you like look internally and say, okay, I didn't like how that reaction went. Here's how, here's what I did. Here's what the other person did. Oh, I probably exasperated that in them. And that's why I got the reaction Mm -hmm. I needed or that I got. And yeah, until you know... How you affect people. How you affect people. You can't... You, you don't know yourself. Yeah.
2: But you that's also why podcasts it. work so well. Mm-hmm. Because it's all about people having more conversations. Tr- real, com- tr- real, real conversations. Real conversations. And, yeah. you know, you get consistent with who you listen to and how you listen to them. And you connect with them. And they become yeah, they, your friends. Mm-hmm. And they become... Yeah. They become your community. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why it's, like, working so well, that component. Because people nowadays don't want to talk anymore. It's like, let me just text you. Let me just... Like, rarely do people want to sit down and kind of flush their emotions out. It's much easier to say, well, you don't understand. They're afraid of intimacy a little bit. They are. Yeah, we are. And it's like, we like the idea of it, but we, yeah, we don't want to experience it.
0: Yeah. It's like how intimacy now in dating culture has all gone online, (laughs) right? And there's like this disconnect between you and the other person where... Like, luckily, when I met my husband, like, we were just at the same place at the same time. And like, we happened to like connect and like, you know, 10 years later, we're now married. But like, I don't, I have a hard time understanding people who are in that online dating world. Cause I'm like, how do you have any sort of a connection with another human? If you're not actually talking to them, you're just texting them on this app. Like, Mm -hmm. how is that?
2: I think it's working. That's working because... On both ends, there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. So it's like they both agree
0: to, to agree be, that they're disconnected.
1: disconnected They're, <laughs> they're yeah. Yeah. living an alternate reality. Because I, yeah,
2: because it used to be, it's like you know, you meet somebody in your community, or as mm-hmm. you said, you meet somebody in a space that you are also in.
0: Yeah, like a common
2: space or yeah, a a common, common space, thing, and then that yeah. you have common, you know, yeah, pack practices, and mm-hmm. and that's how we bond. But yeah, a lot of time. What's happening also nowadays is that people have these like ideas. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're going to control the way their life is going to be run. Mm -hmm. Back to like Botox, Mm -hmm. it's like people think they're going to control the way they're going to look. And that's going to control how their life is. And that's, I see this struggle with businesses as well. People have an idea of what their business is and they're pushing ideas on other people and getting a lot of money from investors and spending a lot of money before even getting the experience Of knowing what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then they get really upset when things don't go right. And it's the same with family life. It's like if you've worked 20 years to make enough money that you decided, okay, now I deserve to have a family. Right? Yeah. And something goes wrong. The devastation that happens is out the window because...
0: You've now thought that you've deserved this because... You can
2: control, yeah, but Mm -hmm. you also think that you've earned the right to control... What happens next? Yeah. Guilty. When,
0: Guilty all the time.
2: But the thing is, when we understand that we're just here to experience things, and every experience is here to build us, that means that there's something to learn from it. I got to a space where certain catastrophe, there was like disasters would happen, and I, it would really frustrate me. And when things really hit home, I looked around and I said, I need to change. And if I don't change my mindset here, I'm going downhill. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be one of those miserable bitter women like a lot of get cats sick. and children right yeah no but i'd probably be isolated <laughs> uh-huh. by myself and sick i can get sick so fast mm-hmm. because i was able to see how my body picks up on that just toxins yeah and it was so easy
0: Cortisol levels shot
2: through the Everything, roof
0: from just, stress yeah and i committed
2: to falling in love with my day every single day no matter what happens i fall in love with the day i also know that I, I have to trust that the universe is working in my favor. Mm-hmm. That means I'm going to do my best to mm-hmm. be as aware as I can be. Not act the way I'm supposed to act, but be the way I'm supposed like, be present. Mm-hmm. And through that, the universe will send me, God in the universe is going to send me what I need for mm-hmm. that moment. And I started to realize that my biggest breakthroughs came from those moments. And instead of... Mm-hmm confronting it with stress when things went wrong i started to confront it with excitement Hmm. technically it's the same emotion Mm -hmm. yeah and i started to get this excitement because i'm like wow i'm gonna be able to see something really awesome happen here that means if it's an emotional breakthrough a physical breakthrough a business breakthrough something's gonna break through here and i had the other day i had it where We took two, okay, two (laughs) batches of deodorant, got sticker swapped. Oh, no. Hello, manufacturing. Welcome to the world. (laughs) And I was in a very stressed place. So Mm -hmm. there was already that space where I knew something, like I had a feeling something might go wrong somewhere. But I had this very, very kind human being say that he'd come and help me out. And he's like i'm just gonna help you because i really like i care about what you do and i i just i really respect everything he's like it's not i don't need the money but and i had i was like transitioning through uh, like employment employees Mm -hmm. and he's like and then he's like i don't i don't mean to like disrespect in any way and he's like i think you gave me the wrong stickers like that's how he said and i'm like are you kidding me like please like and he was 100% right. Yeah. But having somebody that was that intuitive and that caring changed everything. It turned mm-hmm. out that it was, I was able to track those orders and it was, and we sent, we got it all sorted. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I could have felt failure, but I felt kindness and I felt, I just, there was so, like, I I, I just felt so good. Yeah. And Even though there been, had been this mistake, I was it like, could oh, have been. Yeah. It could have been the biggest catastrophe ever. Mm-hmm. And there was just something so wonderful about knowing that it was this breakthrough of when the right people are there, everybody's eyes are open. Yeah. And their hearts are really in it. Yeah. While somebody else could be doing it and saying, well, okay, this is the sticker for that, so let's do it. But to him, he's like, he opened it and he smelled it and he's like,
0: Mm. okay, this
2: doesn't look right. Yeah. And, you know, so. Because he cared. Yeah.
0: I really think that... um I have to talk about Burning Man more. Sorry, everybody on this podcast. But that's something that Burning Man really taught me is that, like, through struggle comes triumph, right? So, like, through something that you have to work really hard at and something that, like, is trying and, like, dare I say stressful but, like, nerve-wracking and, like, there's so many what-ifs and there's so many things that you can't control in something. Out of that comes this, like, beautiful, euphoric experience of, like, oh... I like whether it's I have support or I can make it through this or hey like you turn around and you're like wow that was really hard to get through but look at where I am now and yeah I think getting excitement instead of stress is a good a better reaction right because Mm -hmm. you're able to and like this is something that I just realized in like the last like three weeks literally but yeah, through that stress comes triumph and like nothing in life is easy. Nothing. Nothing.
1: So you might as well get excited about it. You
0: might as well get excited (laughs) about like, well, hopefully I'm going to learn something from this and this is going to teach me something and this is going to level me up as a human if that's the way you have to look at it, you know? And yeah, treating all of those like trials and tribulations as like a focal point to your growth is going to be a much better mindset to enter into than stressing yourself out about things that you can't control instead right. of just like addressing the issue or you and know it,
2: and then it goes back to it's how you how much awareness you bring to the situation instead of the action how do you mm-hmm. react mm-hmm. so if it's like okay I'm aware that this happened okay but obviously I can't do anything about it so I'm going to do the best I can mm-hmm. but the thing is we identify so much with our failures and it's it's not failure it's, so. it's human nature and human condition and if like I'm somebody that like I try to build relationships, mm-hmm. so the, the the retailers that I work with, I really know them personally, and they they know my track record. So if I I'm like okay, this and this happened, I'm really sorry.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're like okay, I don't have to give them excuses. I don't have to, I don't have to spin it. It's mm-hmm. just they're like sure, no problem. Let's yeah. move forward. But if you know, because I show up most of the time. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's where people in your life will be there for you mm-hmm. when these things happen. And it's okay. Because yeah. now I know that okay, I like I made those two different sense like it, it was like the way we operated that that batch. I know that I can't do that again. And exactly. now and that's But it. now
0: you know. Now I know. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's beautiful. Because look at the calm place that you are talking yeah. about that. Like my father's a business owner. We manufacture out of too many countries, not the Ameri- not America, unfortunately. Well, kind of fortunately, because if we did it in America, your net would be like $5,000. Anyway, but yeah, it's like you-, you have to look at those things with excitement and like, okay, I learned that lesson from this, and like we're going to move on. Because very rarely in your life are you going to have one person that comes up to you and says like, oh, well, you screwed this up last time, so I just really don't trust you anymore, even though like the seven times before everything was okay. But like now, I don't believe you,
2: mm-hmm. you know? And also believing that the people that – don't want to work with you anymore. Don't necessarily have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by them, by us letting go, and again, not holding on, mm-hmm. we are opening up the space for something new to show up. Yeah. And it's not what we expect. Usually it's what we
0: need. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like all the things we've said on this podcast. You don't get the burn you want.
0: You get the burn you need.
1: Yeah, or you get yeah, the podcast yeah. that you need. Because you listeners probably needed all this information. I needed all of this. I needed all this information. Um, we're out of time, okay. unfortunately, but I want you to come back at some yeah, point and so talk incredible. about things. Because yeah. Can we just is... talk about life? Because yes. I feel like yes.
0: I need to talk to you. Forget I... the listeners. <laughs> this
1: is, this has been such a phenomenal and surprising podcast because we thought we'd talk about deodorant and then you get what you need Yeah, and we you talked get what about something need. else. Entirely, which I think is actually more beneficial. Yeah, in a lot of ways.
0: So, but for like a second, can we talk about the deodorant? Because like I'm gonna need to like absolutely. Have
2: well, some. first off,
1: where can where can people find you?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, so we're online at mm-hmm. UJ Inc. And that is spelled. Yeah, so it's U J J, A Y I, mm-hmm. and then Inc. So it's I N C dot All of our product is there. I'm accessible from there. I try to make myself as accessible as possible. We provide free shipping.
1: Wow. No matter how
2: small the order is, if you are in the United States and if there are any problems, I'm there to walk you through them. Mm-hmm. Um, I answer every email, so that's me with everything. Bless
0: you. <laughs> that used to be me, and like, bless you, because that's a lot of emails.
2: <laughs> it is, but I get to know people by name. Yeah. And I get to know people's personal lives and what they're going through, and I get to be there, and they get to be there for me, and it's so wonderful. Yeah. It's a community. I love it. And, yeah, I mean, our deodorant is the most popular product. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it would be. (laughs) Um, And it's – everything that we've built is more for the athletic or, like, the active lifestyle.
0: So if – that it works like it really
1: works i use it when i'm working out i actually
0: like i told juliet this deodorant wasn't gonna work because it had baking soda in it i used it a couple weeks ago and i was like why don't i smell bad (laughs) like i don't understand there's only like i've the natural deodorant life has been a struggle for me yeah
2: and it's been a struggle for a lot of people Mm -hmm. a lot of people and i think that the ones that are out there are great for people that kind of don't sweat much but a lot of us work really hard nowadays mm-hmm. and we do sweat and sweating is healthy.
0: You yeah. need to sweat. That was my biggest, like, Oh my God. I used to see the rampage. I went on when I found out the fact that like your body is naturally detoxifying by sweat. And like literally yeah. all of my deodorants in my house were antiperspirants. I was like, this is ass backwards. Like what, what Once am he I doing? I lost it. Oh, Once I they lost usually it.
1: lose it before me and then inspires me to try things. Oh yeah. So then, I lost yeah. it with that. And also, Veganism, yeah.
0: uh, alcohol, uh, isopropic alcohol, which like, uh, explicit note i used to clean my bong with when i was in college like isopro alcohol like the you crap that you buy to out. like clean up your ears and you get your ears pierced or whatever that is in your conditioner so just go on your own little rampage and get rid of all of your things that are conditioner because they have alcohol <laughs> in go. them and that dries out your hair anyway
2: so really quick so with the with the deodorant itself it's always a transition if you're transitioning mm-hmm. from uh, um a you know unnatural uh, to a natural deodorant it's very important to make sure that it's a process. Mm-hmm. It sometimes takes a week to four weeks for your body to acclimate
0: mm-hmm. because a
2: lot of things are coming out. If you do have burning, I recommend just to stop using it for about three days and you, and exfoliate. I do personally have a scrub, mm-hmm. a sugar scrub sugar that scrub. we have that we can use in the shower. Like I have one in the shower and I exfoliate a couple times a week. Um, Or you can make your own with a little bit of coconut oil and and regular just white sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is if I'm into the whole cold shower thing, Mm -hmm. the thing is the armpits don't really get get some love. So you got to lift your arm and make sure you get some cold water under there because it will help with the balance and acclimating. Um, And just take care of your
0: pits. Show them some love. That's That's some really good tips. Yeah, take care of your pits. Take care of your pits,
1: but just in general, just you're going to have to go through a detox. Yeah, Yeah, you
0: do, and there are not to like shout out Pinterest, but there are like I know that like Amazonian clay. There are like little masks that you can do for your underarm. If like my transition was stinky. And, like, you can ask my husband. It was not a good moment for me. But you know what? Like, at, mine did take closer to a month. And Ditto. now, like, I forgot to put deodorant on today. Can anybody smell me from where they're sitting? No. no. Yeah.
1: But it's because you, you don't. But
0: it's
2: because. It's I, different now.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: And also, sometimes stink has to do with the stress or the mm-hmm. what the intake and interaction with our food is. Your yeah. levels, so, yeah. usually, if you have a health, like, I always say, if you have a healthier di- diet, diet, our deodorant will work better Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely
2: because the more smell we have it's like our bodies work in a place where it's um if you're eating live food Mm -hmm. then your body's alive if you're eating dead food it death produces smells pretty
0: bad yeah so
2: it's just thinking about what you're eating and how alive and sprouted and all that your food is yeah because that will make a huge difference in
0: Never yeah, you didn't think about that, Lindsay? I mean, I never thought about, like, what I'm putting into my body and how it comes out of my armpits. i more was thinking, I guess, like, my big transition with diet was because they thought I had IBS. Which, yeah. like, spoiler alert, don't have IBS, just was eating shitty food. But, like, my experience with diet was more for bowels. And I never really thought about how, I knew stress was a factor. But I never really thought about how, like, yeah, I mean, everything you put in your body is going to come out somewhere. Right? Yeah. yeah, Like, your skin your poop, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It
1: has to. You're you're an in in and out, like you are constantly breathing. You yeah. bring it back to that, but your body is constantly breathing through your pores, through your cells. It's, yeah. it's taking in things and it's pushing out things. Yeah. And it's
2: just, it's thinking like the same way that we take in stress every day, we have to make sure that we have an, a way to release. Mm-hmm. Yoga, breathing. I say to people like, you don't have to do any fancy workout. Just sit on the couch and spend two minutes and breathe deeply. Yeah. And that's enough. Just have in mind that you're, Letting go of the stress of the day.
1: Yeah.
0: You're focusing on something other than whatever's going on. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to get my Focus parents to universe. walk
1: right now. Focus on the universe. Focus on the universe. That's not, stressful. About, I can't do that. No, but it's not my about you. My arm really me. bad. <laughs> it's not about you. Just take a minute to be, to just be and yeah. realize that you're just a part of this crazy thing. You that's are. happening.
0: Which is also like very helpful when like, like right now, team, life is just happening to me. Like everything is going wrong that can and i could wake up every day and be stressed out and worried and concerned and like emotional but if you come at it as like look life's happening to everybody and like we just got to yeah. move through this day and like everything's going to be fine because guess what at the end of the day everything is going to be fine like yeah you just you have to give yourself you have to like give yourself a break right yeah, yeah. yeah. so give yourself a break and take yeah. care of your pits and definitely try out this deodorant because, I mean, if it right. worked for Juliet and I, we are very active people, mm-hmm. um, as you all know. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing Pleasure. this space with us today because for the, me. Fa-
1: the space feels better.
0: It feels so much better, less stressful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, like thank it. you so much again My Esther pleasure. for joining I like us. And um hey guys, uh definitely check out uh how do you say Julia? Ujai Ujai.ink. Ujai- uh Ujai- Ujai. Inc. right? It's
2: ujaiink.com.com.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So ujaiink.com. Yeah. Check out their deodorant and all of their other products. Um and uh, just stay off Pinterest. Let <laughs> Let, let the let, professionals, let the handle, professionals handle your, um, you know, natural deodorant and things of that <laughs> nature, because, uh, believe me from experience, it doesn't work out in your favor all the time. Um, but yeah so thanks so much for listening you guys Um, as always please oh, it's party time, get, time party time <laughs> that means it's time to give Ella her medicine Um, anyway as always please check out Red Bear Roastery um, redbearroastery.com it is the freshest coffee beans you will ever taste um, they're made to order in micro batches um, and then delivered all across the US by hand um, well I mean you know in the US not by hand USPS by does by that hand. they are roasted by hand um, and then local to LA um, Joel does do deliveries so check out redbearroastery.com and use the code OFFTOPIC for 20% off, which is actually a boost from... You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Deborah Linquist kind of pushed him to uh to up Oh, Deborah,
1: <laughs> I forgot about her code. No, it's C-O-T-15. 15. C-O-T-15. 15. Deborah Linquist, if you want some some tight threads to wear. Oh, yeah. Cool I have some happenings. really,
0: really cool images from Burning Man for her. So, check yeah. out Lindsay's Instagram. Definitely check her out. Uh, check out Red Bear Roastery and check out Jai.
1: Um, definitely get it into your pits and um, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Leave some comments because I don't think you really exist, do you? Prove me wrong.
0: They do exist. Juliet was just on our social media. She knows.
1: (laughs) Uh, We love you guys. You know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's um, been Juliet. And Lindsay. We'll catch you guys later. And Esther. And (laughs)
0: Esther. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much, you
0: guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.